Welcome to the Lockdown Hornets podcast. David Walker joining us for Fun Fridays. We're going to do the Hive Life at the end of the show, but mm-hmm. we might as well go Hive Live as soon as the show starts. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. That includes YouTube, which you're watching live, presumably on right now. If you haven't checked us out yet, go subscribe. Growing pretty fast. We really appreciate everybody's support. It really is impressive and, and appreciate everybody, what you guys are doing, helping us help you guys out so again go check us out on youtube follow us on twitter walker mail doug branson loh david b walker and at locked on hornets are you telling me we got another big man trade proposition to talk about today oh yeah should should we should we roll the intro <laughs> you want to i want to because it's thought, gonna it's gonna be good for the audio if we do all right let's go ahead and put the open in you are locked on hornets part of the locked on podcast network your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. For some reason on Hive Lives, I didn't think we did the whole first open and then the second open thing. I didn't think we did that, but for some reason, I don't I don't know why I thought that, but that's why that was that whole hiccup. Can I get into the big man trade talk now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, okay. I'm just trying to help you out with audio edit. I, I want to make sure the intro's there. Listen, we got branding to take care, take care of here, so yes, now go ahead. I just want to remind everyone we mm-hmm. are live on YouTube right now. Chat with us. Uh, we Last show, we took a lot of shouts from the international folks. So I'm going to open it up to both the international viewers and the national viewers. Let us know if you're listening from a different state than North Carolina. Holler. If you're listening to us in a different city in North Carolina other than Charlotte, holler (laughs) at us in the chat. I want to shout you out. There's going to be so many different places. Everybody's just going to be putting up their destinations here. Shout Um, your home. Belly Plays writes in, is this uh, you guys' first YouTube stream? If this is going to be the thing moving forward, count me in. We do this. I mean, maybe not every Friday, but pretty much. Like Try we're to do it every to. Friday, once a week. Yep. Yeah. David Walker joining us. David, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, guys. I'm just uh, getting my shoe uh, research going. So, Doug, I know you got a lot of questions. <laughs> I want to get to those. Let's don't forget about that. I love that get- your your shoe research is happening as soon as we go live. Not before the show. <laughs> right. Now, that's, that's very me, and I like that. Yeah, we're starting off really haphazardly so, like trying <laughs> to figure out what's going on with the intro. I didn't know how to do this. I've been baby. doing the show for a long time now i still didn't know how to bring everything in but hopefully we can start to hit the ground running here talking about a new guy that could be available out there for the charlotte hornets to get except he's kind of an old new guy it's rashawn holmes somebody that we've talked about a lot even just last season and in free agency that seemed to be the player that the hornets really could make a true signing and then when he signed for the amount of money he did making about 10, 11, 12, 13 on an ascending contract with Sacramento, it was a little bit lower than what you thought Charlotte would be interested in offering them, except they just never did. And now it's reported that Rashawn Holmes is on the trade market because the Kings are king and, you know, they do what they do. Buddy Heald, he's on the trade block. So is De'Aaron Fox. Maybe they want to get guys that fit in better with De'Aaron Fox, whatever. We know that Rashawn Holmes is available. David, let's talk with you first because. I think Miles Turner's injury happened since the last time we discussed anything. Also, we've got the Rashawn Holmes thing going on now. Christian Wood was thrown out there by a John Hollinger. 
Where are you this week on the Charlotte Hornets need to make a trade for a center? The Charlotte Hornets don't need to make a trade for a center. Oh man, need. That's such an interesting word when we're talking about the Talk Hornets. And yeah, they're they're a big man. You know, something popped into my mind though, watching a former Charlotte Hornet big man uh with the Phoenix Suns currently right now, name of Bismack Biombo. Really? And it was just that uh great point guards can make anyone look really, really good. Uh <laughs> no no shots at Biz, but he seems to be catching a lot more balls these days, dunking them with uh, a lot more efficiency because he's playing with Chris Paul. And and I'm starting to think that LaMelo is really – whoever comes in here is going to be elevated. I mean, look what he's doing for for, for Miles Plumley right now. I mean, when he's not shooting uh, backward shots, he, he's he's really being efficient these days and, 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 and being impactful. So I'm starting to think, guys, that they're no longer working with the timeline and the window for this team. I mean, they're really working with the LaMelo timeline. And if they've got an opportunity to add someone of in the middle that's going to take LaMelo's game and, and improve this team to another level, I think they really have to start looking at it. I mean, honestly, I, I like what the team's doing. I don't want to lose any of these fun pieces they have right now either. But uh, they've got to start thinking about when they're going to have these opportunities to strike. They ha- they really don't have a history of being successful in free agency. That may change with LaMelo. Uh, but if they're going to be able to pounce on someone that's looking to move on from a deal they've already made, uh, it may be the time to do it. So I want to go to the Rashawn Holmes piece. I mean, I think it would qualify as one of the kind of smaller deals uh, the the Hornets could go after because, as you said, he signed four years, forty six million, so he'll make uh, eleven million next year, twelve million the next season, and then uh, almost thirteen million in the final year of his deal. Uh, you know, Rashawn Holmes, a guy, I mean, he's going to give you some block shots, going to give you some tough defense, going to go after loose balls, hustle plays, uh, dunks. But, I mean, offensively, he's he's pretty limited. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I think if if they can swing a deal, I mean, it's a lot easier to make that salary match than it would be for a Sabonis uh, or or even a Turner or some other kind of, of bigger deal. So I, I think they could, they could make that work a little bit easier. It's really, do the Sacramento Kings really want to play with the Hornets or are they trying – it seems like they're going back and forth with Philadelphia right now over Ben Simmons. And so you've had Holmes' name mm-hmm. floated out there, to, uh, Halliburton, Fox. It seems yeah. like you know the Sixers want Fox. There's all kinds of names are floating around, and I'm not sure it means anything for the Hornets at this point. Well, I mean, this is what the Kings do. They don't know what they want to do. I mean, they're, they're <laughs> like, all right, well, we signed <laughs> Rashawn Holmes, and and now we're going to trade him this offseason. You know, we're going to make this three-guard lineup a thing with Tyrese Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox, and, and Davion Mitchell, and now we might trade these guys, and even De'Aaron Fox is on the table because it's not working this year. They had a playoff mandate, apparently, too, from the ownership. I think we've heard that yeah. a couple of times via NBA podcast and now it's not necessarily working as well um I actually think they're not crazy far off the standings if I'm not mistaken I I, I want to save my bandwidth so I don't want to look up the standings right now either way I think the Kings they just have no clue what they want to do with these players even if they sign them the previous free agency and the other thing about Rashawn Holmes just to note is that he's had like two eye injuries this season one pretty a pretty gruesome one yeah and he's gonna have to wear goggles and so I don't – and he's been out for a little – I think he's he's just come Down back from the COVID list. I mean, it's a small thing, but I think you got to investigate that and make sure that this guy that you're bringing in uh, is going to be able to play effectively the rest of the season with, with that kind of injury that I think would affect your ability to kind of time up blocks and different things like that. So how, how many just, something, just something to note. 
No, for sure. I mean, how many effective Hornets players have we seen wear goggles? The only one that comes to mind is Kurt Rambis. Rambis, Rambis. yeah, early on. Who's, who's busy destroying the Lakers franchise. Yeah, yeah I think he's liking inappropriate <laughs> tweets out there somewhere. I, that's the only guy I can think of. Uh, you know, classic horse Grant stuff, never played for the mm. Hornets. We don't have any other goggles like that. I'm, I feel even... like, I know he never did. This is, again, I, I mentioned this, I think, on, on yesterday's show. It's like that situation where everybody thinks that the comedians send bad did a movie where he was a genie but that's not actually the case but it's like a, a mass number of people it's believe the mandela that's the cue right? mandela the effect thank you it's the mm -hmm. mandela effect so i have that it's a singular mandela effect no one else does i'm not going to claim that this is a thing <laughs> that people think but i like in my head i see matt geiger at some point having goggles of course because I don't know it's why. ridiculous but well, the geiger goggles are thing. a thing in my head and i don't i can't get it out yeah I mean, it's a ridiculous thing. I, I, maybe is there anybody that even had one eye injury where they had to do the LeBron like face patch. mask, Rip Hamilton thing? I don't even know if there was any of that going on. I feel like Cody Hornets. Zeller must have worn a mask at, at some, some point. point. I right. mean, he broke That's his true. face. Uh, he broke his face to kick off this year. So I don't know. <laughs> It's, it's so Cody. It feels inappropriate to laugh at too. But yeah, I'm gonna like, you know, know what? I'm gonna make Cody. this my I'm gonna make this my like show thing where i'm i'm gonna find a hornet or bobcat with a with gotta a mask be. i mean crash guy. crash never had to wear any sort of protective yeah. thing on his face at mkg all. is that i i know right those are all great great entrances like i i don't know i would think crash is the name that would most likely be the guy to wear a mask because of the nickname itself but maybe we'll give doug some time to go look at this yeah, i want to talk about rashawn holmes a little bit more so i think it's really interesting especially where we thought the Hornets were going to go after him in free agency. Eventually, it's the Sacramento Kings that end up with them. So let's talk about Rashawn Holmes. We'll also get to the shoe game that David started to do research on as soon as the show started during my bad entrance. Bet Online would like to, uh, to wish you a happy new betting gear as they continue the march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. They have a new year, so they have a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today, and you can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just use promo code locked on to get started from football basketball hockey boxing ufc even right to your favorite vegas casino game you don't have to wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022 bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts let's talk more with sean holmes and shoe game coming up next on the locked on hornets podcast this is locked on hornets all right, so so we've got Al, or we've got the question, how? Like, how did Miles do that? Can you help us end this debate with so much, an unbelievable amount on the line? Uh, Doug, I respect you to the nth degree, um, but Walker, I'm telling you, it just it came... It, every single person who saw that reacted that way. Some of us just were tight, That's right. tighter than others, and I just had to release... It's from my body. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Let's get to some of the comments. Jarrett writes in that Cody did last year. I don't remember that. So I'm seeing Cody Zeller in a Blazers mask. Of course. Okay. But yeah, I haven't tracked I've got, down. I've, I've got someone uh, with a face mask in a Hornets uniform. I don't know if you guys want to venture can any you, Can you share your screen? I can't. Can you reveal it to us? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I was really trying to figure it out. I can't think of anybody that has the mask or the goggles. You would not have gotten this, but he did use three goggles. I don't know if that 
that uh that well i mean does. marvin williams yes oh, a face okay. mask. i don't, I don't <laughs> remember wearing this no 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 that's a riddle a, I, <laughs> yeah that's a good one but no that he i've got a picture with him with a clear face mask on um Okay, must have oh, taken must have oh, taken a sneak one to the dome. All right, you, you so know it's Marvin funny Williams. now if you just if you search Hornets face mask, you you, you get a lot of you know COVID. It's mask, a tough right? it's yeah. a tough Google yeah, search. Yeah, yeah, yeah now yeah. yeah now now because of COVID. Um, also we do have a a comment that leads us to the Rashawn Holmes point a little bit more. Daniel Tap writing in. Always appreciate Daniel Tap for listening. I feel like Rashawn Holmes contract being as long mm-hmm. as it is and fully mm-hmm. guaranteed makes it too much of a risk given his age. And this is the point I wanted to bring up. Mm. It's the biggest negative a part of Rashawn Holmes that and the lack of shooting, especially compared to PJ Washington. If you look at Rashawn Holmes, the guy's going to be guaranteeing uh, guaranteed money the next three years. The last year is a player option, which presumably by that time he's passed. 30 you have to imagine he yeah. would opt in at that point in his career he's 28 years old 100 days past 20 uh, 28 years old so like he's right in the thick of it for me i think it's the length of the contract that's the biggest mm-hmm. problem way more than the price is and if you look at what he's done the last three seasons for sacramento the last two before we started talking about him in free agency there's a reason that hornets fans knew his name so well and were so excited about him if you look at the beginning of this year before the eye laceration which he had to miss seven games due to and he also entered COVID and health and safety protocol so he's kind of been out of it ever since like December it's been a rough go uh, for him here recently before all that though I mean the guy was a legitimate beast so if you look at the leaders in true shooting percentage at the start of December Rashawn Holmes was number one and mm-hmm. if you look at some of the games now, the guy is still, I think, at a 70 effective field goal percentage, and he's like at a 72 true shooting percentage. So he's a lob threat. He's averaging 12 points a game, which is on par with what he's done the last couple of seasons. He's still one of the better rim protectors in all of the NBA. If you look at expected field goal percentage compared to what it as actually is, people shooting against him at the rim, it's really good. It's like top 15, even for him being a little bit of a smaller center. 6'10 is what he's listed at. I would venture to say 6'9. And doesn't need and doesn't need the ball a lot. No, he mm-hmm. doesn't. Which is good. And, and, and isn't playing with a point guard. He's playing with a you know a scoring point guard and Fox out there. And so I guess my question is at 11, 12, 13 million dollars a year for again, probably too long, a little longer than you're comfortable with, Whew. you know, Mason Plumley passes better than Rashawn Holmes. That's it. Ain't none else better. Mason Plumley does. P.J. Washington shoots better than Rashawn, can probably do a little more offensively for you, except he's not the lob threat Rashawn is, but he can be a little bit of a lob. Like, that's the comparison. Do you feel good enough about P.J. giving you that added shooting, even though he's not right now, but over a season sample, he'll give you the shooting, compared to Rashawn, who is clearly better defensively, and even with P.J.'s nice rim protection at his size, Rashawn's like probably a top, 15 top 20 rim protector in the league certainly like it becomes a strength for you like i that that's the tough one i i could understand why the yeah. ones would be interested I, I i could too i mean i i understand the concern about the length of the contract but it's it's 10 million dollars yeah, it's, million. It's so it's like movable mm-hmm. like it's not gonna be something that there's i don't think that they'll be absolutely stuck with 
No. Yeah, I think that was my that. concern more so when we thought it was going to be at 15 mil per when we were yeah. talking about it in free agency. And I think that's why that was always something. Hey, look, this is somebody that relies a lot on his athleticism, his bounce to go contest with people at the rim. That's probably going to wane as he gets closer to 30. And you've yeah, got him on what, the books. This is for what, a this of what I want right here. So I want right a guy there. who can just pin the ball hey, on the backboard. Hey, right. <laughs> Yeah, like Mason's Hornets, not doing that. Mason's not doing that right there. No, Hornets fans, go watch the game against the Kings at the beginning of the season where he destroyed us. <laughs> like, yeah. he missed one shot, scored 23 points, grabbed 20 rebounds, and just slapped us. I mean, it was brutal. Like, he's, he's a good player when healthy. Hopefully he can come around this season because he's not been very healthy lately. Yeah, I guess it just – of course, it all depends on what you would give up, right? Like how much is the identity of this team going to shift with whomever they would send out? I mean, one of the things I like right now and one of the things that has helped the Hornets be where they are is just that they have so many guys that can offensively uh, produce for you on any given night, right? Like, I mean, it's Gordon, it's Terry, it's LaMelo. It's, like they've got so many of those guys. Are they going to remove one of those guys uh, and lose some of that extra shooting they've got there? Kelly Oubre, you know, so – that's what they're going to have to figure out. How long do they want to extend the current identity of this team uh, without having anyone in the middle? I, you know, I, I, so, I don't know. so here, let me throw this out, and then I, I do want to get to this. I got to figure out how to get these Lamelo ball shoes. So I, I need I need David to help me on on Lamelo ball shoes. But um, let me throw this out. No no picks. Mason Plumley, James Booknight, Rashawn Holmes. Uh, so the, yeah, so then Doug, you're back to having very little depth in the middle, right? Uh, one of your concerns earlier on in the season, if you ship out Plumley, but I, I, I guess you're no worse. You're no worse off because you you've upgraded the spot. You still don't have any depth. Yeah, I mean, and, and plus Kai Jones, that becomes your first round pick. Yeah, I, I'll do it. Book book night <laughs> book night for Mason Plumley. I'll go after Sean Holmes. That if book night ever if book night ever becomes a star for this team, I'm gonna re, I'm gonna remind Walker several years from now how many times he traded book night on the show i'm gonna be happy about it are you not doing it are you are you keeping book night i was i, I think it's more to david's point that it is and that's what makes this tough is that you gotta ship i like plumley's contract makes it all work and uh if you don't want to lose pj washington and you're but you're stuck if if rashawn holmes does get hurt you're you're actually worse think about how dangerous defensively they are with rashawn and pj man like you, you but i mean bring, if mason gets hurt you're worse so well, the, right but like if you bring so rashawn he comes in there he battles against the bigger bodies and then all right well now we want to be more potent offensively we want to clamp you down even more so defensively all right cool we'll just throw rashawn holmes out there you know like and, and then pj can do it too in a small ball lineup i just think defensively it really helps him out yeah, I mean, and guys, we, we fall in love with, you know, the recent streak they've gone on and how fun they are. But in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking if they ever get in the, to the playoffs and when this game slows down, it, it, you know, you're scared that it's just going to be a bloodbath, right? When the when the game goes to the half court and they have nothing in the middle to contend with anyone with another team that does. So um, that's what they have to be thinking. I mean, they know it's coming at some point, like this, uh, this, this major uh, – deficiency in the middle so i don't know i don't know how, how soon they're gonna press the uh the upgrade button there shout out shout out christian from norway go items there we go but he's right you don't we don't need more offense they need yeah. more defense right now i mean mo bamba would certainly be a, a fit it's just um i'm not sure that orlando is really ready to part yeah i, I uh, like those, i like mo bamba he, he's the reclamation project you trade for rashawn's established he helps you win now like but also do you need another reclamation like i, I like mo i think you could use him if and... you're gonna trade it better be for a player that you are confident 
uh, can play the position effectively and in, in the playoffs, like mm-hmm. as a playoff, yeah. a playoff player. And, and but, I think Rashawn's that guy. Does it surprise you guys at all that they haven't gone this route of uh, just grabbing one of these? you know, aging veteran free agents that's been passed around this season at all. I mean, that would be kind of be a plug and play type thing. I I know that would, some of these guys, especially may mess up the chemistry on this team, but I mean, it's something people are doing. A lot of people are talking about it. I don't know. It just seems like they haven't even looked that way. Yeah. I mean, I guess they kind of did that with Mason Plumlee before everybody else did. They went and got their old man and put him in there. Like they just traded out, you know, Bismack instead they got Mason Plumlee. Who's I, I mean, Mason's probably older than Bismack. Maybe I, they're, they're probably pretty. No one knows age. how old Bismack is. <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. Um, Shout yeah, out, so, shout out, Petey, QC, born and raised. Tell us where you're from. We want to know where you're from. We'll put it up on the chat. We'll we'll shout you out. I want well, to talk about. Can we talk about these shoes? Yeah, for goodness. You All right, fine. No, trade talk. Doug, 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 Doug. Search yeah. Elliot Perry, Charlotte Hornets. Elliot Perry. That's gonna help him get them. <laughs> no, no. You're gonna find some. All right, let me get these shoes up here. Yeah. This is what I want. I want these M- MBO one colorways for the yeah. Hornets. Now, yeah. wa- now, David, you are our shoe guru, our shoe Can you help me get these? I, I think what February fourth, right? Is okay. Well, my is first the... tip is uh, February second. So All if right, you go on February fourth, you're guaranteed to miss them. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's what we'll start. <laughs> February 2nd, as of right now, everything's getting pushed back. But yeah, so Doug, when I got these around Christmas time, the original whatever colorway, Mars red or whatever colorway that is, I mean, I went to Puma. I, now I was ready to go at, at like 10 o'clock. And I think if you go there now, they've got either a coming soon oh. or a countdown clock of some sort, um, or they will once we get closer. You just want to be on that at, at, at 10 a.m. Eastern time or whatever time they drop. And you, sh- I don't think you'll have a problem. I think you're going to be okay. Um, they, they may go down at, at, at there. Now we're talking. See, I mean, are we doing? Are I we have, doing this right now? Are we buying this uh, <laughs> mint upper deck Elliot we're Perry with 53% the goggles? Off the top, yes, absolutely. A dollar eighty-eight. That's a steal. Look at that. Did somebody, uh, somebody put that in the background. We can post that. <laughs> Elliot Perry. I believe Milwaukee Buck Elliot Perry too. Like that's the name I thought I'd go the rest of my life without hearing again. That's but great. thank you, David, for bringing them up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what? Hey, uh, David. What do you think about the Lamelo like mix and match uh, red and green shoe? Interesting. You, Are you a Rick and Morty fan? So I'm a Rick and Morty fan. So okay. I, is that part of the colorway? I thought it was. Uh, so it's the mix is part of the colorway. Yeah, it's a Rick and Morty collaboration, I guess. Uh, I think they're on the back or the tongue of of either one of those shoes. I'm not a big fan of of shoes that are just not the same color at all like t-mac did it a little bit and that was kind of cool but i would you know once in wow. a while i guess but i'm not you heard it here Lamelo ball fans thumbs down from david walker <laughs> let him know on the chat what you hey, think about that david i gotta ask you were you a fan of the t-max because that that was the mm-hmm. shoe that i hopped on first and foremost compared to any other shoe out there i had to have the t-max i got the t2s when those were released and i feel like those were really yeah. popular at the time and that was the that was the wave that i rode especially at that time yeah back when adidas was you know doing their thing i liked them and he made them look cool right so of they course. had a little thing going across the tongue or the toe uh i liked them yeah t-max had a good shoe all right david it looks like the uh, all-star jerseys, Holy new all-star God. jerseys, have leaked again. What is happening, guys? <sighs> what is sad. going on? Well, so why do they keep leaking, what? and what do you think about that all-star jersey? Uh, it's awful. I mean, that's one of the worst <laughs> ones we've, I've ever seen in my life. First of all, why is it gray? 
Uh, Gray, what is the obsession with? So this is Jordan no Brand, idea. right? This is Jordan. Yes, Brand? again. What is the obsession with Jordan Brand and Gray? This looks like somebody did clip art on this thing and just grabbed every necessary logo. Gray Honestly, background. They, that's all you. That's all you yeah. pick for your layout. And it's a honeycomb. It's a honeycomb again. This is not even in Charlotte. Where the, I, I feel there's a diamond logo on the back, but like, where's the diamonds for the 75th anniversary? This is brutal. Yeah, 75th anniversary. This is what you're coming with? Seven, 75th anniversary? Uh, the other part about this is it's an Anthony Davis jersey. I mean, a little presumptive. I don't know. We don't know if Anthony Davis. Yeah, I have a picture of the back, but yeah, the leak was of an Anthony Davis. <laughs> but guys, I mean, this is Jordan. We don't know Brand. if this is. So this is a, a, a report. This always happens, though, right? We're say, always we should like, be we don't know, here. but maybe. But it always ends up being yeah, the thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, this is right. Like, this is the problem because we got the yellow ones. They tried to pay homage to the Indiana Pacers, right, when they were playing in Indianapolis, Oof, and that yes. one wasn't great. But that one, even that one was better than this, though. And then the ones in Charlotte, the all-black ones, like, you know, it's funny because if you grade on a curve, those actually weren't bad. <laughs> I mean, compared to this one, this is – I think you're right, David. Just first opinion is these are among the worst that I've seen. I hate these. It's these are awful. awful. It's yeah. awful. These they, they have such a layup, and you don't want to go back, back to it every year, but like the the throwbacks when they just traditional NBA all-star red, white, and blue, you know, you could go back to that whenever you want, guys. No one, you know, you can do that. Uh, 75th anniversary, maybe dig into the archives a little bit. I, this looks like the future. Remember when baseball did like the the, the throw ahead or the look ahead <laughs> uniforms are like futuristic. This is just very bad. I mean, the, the Kia logo looks the best. And that's... <laughs> yeah. What is that? I didn't uh, even, it looked weird as hell up there. Uh, yeah. I think we can go with the desert jerseys. Wearing yeah. your own jersey, home and away, and maybe the blue and red. I think those are the ones that I'm okay with. Top three at the top of the dome. Shout out Josiah from Goldsboro. Hello, Goldsboro. I'm trying to find some famous basketball players from uh, Goldsboro. I'm, I'm coming up a little short. All right. Let me give you some time to do that and then move on to the next okay. segment. We'll preview this game against Oklahoma City and talk about some other things with the Charlotte Hornets going forward. But – do want to remind you, it's the new year, so that means you have New Year's resolutions. If yours is about oh Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Graham from eating. Goldsboro, there you go. Okay, I did. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, Miami from North Carolina, awesome stuff. Jimmy Graham. Either sorry, way, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I just okay. I needed to shout Jimmy Graham into yeah. this Hornets. Podcast. No, it's really important. Just make sure you apologize to Built Bar. I'll make sure to put that in the timestamp too. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it unlike any other protein bar, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill, but it's also healthy for you, so maybe you too can go to the pros like Jimmy Graham did. Built Bars are fantastic, covered in 100% chocolate, but you have some staple flavors like raspberry, banana bread is very good. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Let's preview this game against OKC coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. And, and listen, as long as you play James Booknight, a win will always be inside. Thanks for making Locked on Hornets your first listen every day. Right? We are free and available. He'll, he'll, on, they'll show some fight. All your, on all your platforms. Now make your second listen. Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. <laughs> It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. All 
Also got a Kobe White shout out from Goldsboro. Kobe White is he still the leading scorer in North Carolina high school history? I think, I think that's correct. so. Yeah, unreal high school career for Kobe White. Got some shout outs, uh, some international shout outs too. We got uh, 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 Ismail from Morocco. We've got Reese from Norfolk, England. Yeah, I think you said he was from Norway earlier, and I was pretty sure he said Norfolk. Well, no, Christian Christian is from Norway. Okay. (laughs) That's a repeat. I did get someone wrong last show. I apologize. I hope these are real. I I apologize. Things are moving fast here, folks. I'm doing the best I can. I just had a baby. Yeah, I'm going to blame it on the baby, of course. Wow. Uh, yeah, listen, baby is. A, I, I recommend everyone get a baby because you can blame stuff on the baby, and people give you yes. a free pass. People give me free passes all over the place. Like, oh yeah, you just had a kid. It's okay. Yeah, blame it on the baby. So, at what age are you just going to have to make another one though for you to have that excuse? No, I think I think it's lifetime. You blame it. I think blame it when they're thirty. Yeah, I'm so, sorry. Yeah, eight okay. years old, six years old. That's what my parents do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand completely. This game against Oklahoma City. Look, you look at the schedule. Going forward for the Charlotte Hornets team, there's not one unwittable one, which I don't know if there's a game that exists for the Charlotte Hornets that you would deem unwittable. Well, that's the difference the in this Hornets been, team yeah. now. So so at least where they're going to be a a significant underdog, there's not going to be that game on in, in, in the near uh, Not near until future. my – I would say Miami uh, will be the biggest test, the, the next biggest that? test. That's February 5th. Okay. Uh, and then they play Chicago a few nights later on ESPN on February Wednesday night or Wednesday February 9th. What, what did I just do there? I'm, it's the baby. Well, <laughs> when me, are, when, <laughs> when's the LeBron game? Because we know that's impossible. Uh, if he plays, it would be January 28th against the Lakers. Ooh, a week away. Okay. Yeah, unless unless LeBron on. gets traded back to Cleveland, we don't know. Mm. But but look, we, we we be streak busting, man. Like maybe LeBron plays. This could be the year. New <laughs> year, Charlotte new Hornets. You know what? Be careful. Be okay. careful. <laughs> I'm just it's, telling you. Look, hey, Philadelphia. That's a powerful streak. Check. Boston. In Boston. No. Check. National a, TV. Check. LeBron. I'm ready. <laughs> I appreciate your, James. I appreciate your check, but I would yep. check and find out when the last time the Hornets have beaten uh, LeBron. I'm telling you. I'm ready. Put it put it down. I'm ready to go. We're going to beat LeBron. Are we going to beat OKC tonight? Step. David, let's start That's with you. What are you looking at with OKC tonight? What are the players you want to see continue play well? Uh, let's get your thunder thoughts for this evening. Well, guys, I mean, we were in this situation a week ago, and we didn't even talk about that game last Friday, and we all saw what happened. I mean, this is another case of coming off a very good week, you know, a lot of chatter. People are feeling good. Come back home on a Friday night. Can they handle – you know what's been going well so far for them this week can they can they can they come out here and do the job that they should do which is beat you know a, a lesser team but one that's probably going to fight and and you know try and win the game certainly so i mean that's what i'm that's what we need to see guys cuz last week was a huge letdown uh against the magic um and, yeah. and can they handle the prosperity that they've been able to generate for themselves this week i mean i like to think so because this team has bounced back especially, uh, you know, from game to game. But can they think back to last week, remind themselves, you know, they can't come out and just roll the ball out and get a W? Yeah, it's going to be at home. That's a big boost. They've played well at home this season. Uh, the The Hornets have struggled against the Western Conference, so it would be nice to pick up another Western Conference win. Uh, Oklahoma City loves to play in the paint, and so do the Hornets, so it's it's going to be a battle down low. I didn't realize the Hornets were playing uh, just in terms of generating points in the paint. A lot of it has to do with the pace of play, but they're doing really well in that department, paint and three. I mean, they're, they're very sort of – 
Houston Rockets-esque in terms of their um, shot selection and quality of shot selection. Uh, but it's going to be, yeah, can you deny Oklahoma City in the paint? The other thing I'm watching for, obviously, Walker. It's SGA. Mm. It's Miles mm-hmm. Bridges. Miles Bridges get it. He's on the you know kind of top ten in, in Eastern Conference forwards. SGA not uh, nowhere to be found on the top ten of uh, Western Conference guard. Oh no. Oh no. SGA. Yeah. Like it's it's finally a good conversation to have between those two on who you might want for the future because SGA gets the massive extension right off the bat because he was so good. But he's been like he had a stretch this year where he wasn't scoring, he wasn't efficient. Mm-hmm. He's like he's usually a guy that shoots 50 from the field and is a good three shooter and now you look at him shooting just 42. He has had a really nice last 5 games with Oklahoma City. You have to wonder is this just one of those things where like Doug you used to talk about this all the time, just having a player rot with some organization set to trust the process and build and build. Like it's been SGA with a bunch of young dudes down there and like so now it used to be maybe Miles wasn't in the greatest situation and it was SGA going to the Clippers that had some talent. Now here's the Hornets having some talent, and it's OKC trying to you know trying to do anything to like compete. And oh yeah, our big our big get from trading all these pieces it's Josh Giddy, who's been good. Like yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna say wrong. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, but, but, I mean, Giddy surprised Giddy is, me. I mean, like these rookies, you know, you also have Poku. Like they're they're they've got 15 mm-hmm. games for a reason, or they've got 15 wins, I should say, for a reason, and that, that's the 14, I should say. It's interesting to see now these two comparisons. Yeah, rough start for 2022 for the Thunder. Only one win uh, since the turn of the year. So, you know, this is a game that the Hornets really just need to take care of business and feel good about themselves. Um, does it feel like Miles has – I mean, has he taken the mantle from from that? I mean, is are we there yet? I mean, uh, has the weight shifted that much in Miles' favor? He's been good. Like, the, the, the conversation used to be, Devontae Graham, do you get him – like is Devonte and Miles good enough to suffice passing on a Shea Gilgis Alexander? You know, it's interesting. I think you're seeing like the outlier bad year from Shea because every season prior to that, he's been just phenomenal. And whatever role you ask of him, this is the first time we've seen him have a bad stretch. And and this recent one, by the way, like it's not been the last five games he's been on a tear. Um, but now Miles, like his shooting is down. He's got to get the shooting up. You know, if, if Miles gets the, the back to like the 36, just your average three-point shot, then that, that's what's going to help him, you know, make as much money as possible because everything else a part of his game is is really good right now. Like, I, yeah, I mean, that that's, that's a really good comparison if he starts to hit that three shot. Yeah, Oklahoma City has great young talent, but they don't really have much in the way of veteran leadership that can, you know, move them into a winning mm-hmm. mentality, and they don't want to be in a winning mentality right now. They... You know, as an organization, this is this is the path that they've decided to t- to take. But I mean, this is a and the Hornets are sort of opposite in that way. In that uh, JB really relies so heavily on veteran experience this season because it seems his singular focus this year is to put a winning season together, a playoff season together, and possibly. Uh, you know, a playoff competitive team. And and so that's why we've seen him shorten up the rotation. It's why, you know, he mentioned possibly looking at, at book night um, a few games ago because they were a little short on offense off the bench without Kelly. But he didn't because they didn't really necessarily need it in that game. 
and he's not going to go to book night until it's absolutely necessary because he is depending on players that he knows can produce and knows uh, that that they understand the NBA game on a very intimate level. Mm. And another thing I'm looking forward to, guys, is a nice, tasty point guard matchup, and especially with Lamelo kind of bouncing back from a, a weird triple double bad game. Uh, how does he match yeah. up against Shea? You know, um, it's almost like every night he's going up against another young. Uh, hot shot guard but this one should be fun yeah by the way just real quickly saying Shea was on a tear you know he kind of ended that against the Spurs in the most recent game five of 21 from the field only 13 points like it's it's not been a great season for him it's crazy how much he gets to the free throw line I mean it's he gets there he lives at the free throw line that's the only thing that has really helped him out a lot uh, you know mm. besides maybe Lamelo can take some notes on that or or any Hornet how about yeah that, Doug? yeah for sure you, you would like to see those numbers <laughs> go up for the Charlotte Hornets so we'll see if they can get a win against Oklahoma City tonight and continue this impressive stretch from Charlotte even defensively we'll see if they can hold OKC maybe to under uh, 100 points um, something close to that they've been playing a lot better here in the last couple of games last couple of weeks I should say all right that'll do it for Lockdown Hornets thanks again for joining us on the Lockdown Podcast Network Make sure your second listen is Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from Lee Sterling. Thanks to David Walker for joining us on Fun Friday. Thanks to Doug Branson always for helping out with the show. And thanks to you guys for hopping in the chat and listening to us. Also checking us out on YouTube. Appreciate it. And we'll talk with you again on Monday.